Hi guys, and welcome to the very first episode of Verified Random. I'm your host, Jake, and with me, my co-host, Marshall. Sure, so... <laughs> and to be determined whether Rex will show up or not, he's running on a little bit of low battery, so he will probably end up showing up sometime in the middle of the podcast, and we do apologize for that. Today, we will be talking about what this podcast is and how we are going to run it and how frequently we plan on doing it. After that, we will move on to one of the three pre-chosen topics, making today's episode a pretty normal talk show. With that, we're glad to have you here, and let's get right into the show. And just one short disclaimer, since we do live in Montana, and since everybody that is self-quarantining is currently hopping on to the Fortnite servers and jamming up the internet, we do apologize for any audio interference or any of our mics cutting out at any time during the show. Thank you. All right, so what's our first topic going to be today? All right, so what we're really going to start with is just kind of a summary of what the show is going to be about and really how it's going to turn out. So the way that we should really start that is by saying that our podcast is going to be primarily run off of our listeners. And what we mean by that is our listeners have the total authority to choose whether it be a product review show for the episode, whether it be a political talk show, which we might not prefer, could be anywhere from gaming to these serious events, such as the coronavirus, which will be our first topic for tonight. After that, we will move on to any of our other topics or any of the other topics that you guys have chosen for us. But since this is our first episode, we will be using a predetermined set of three topics for us to go off of for our half hour show tonight. We do plan on making a podcast every other week, and we will release it to multiple different platforms, which we'll talk about a little more at the end of tonight's episode. So with that, we can go ahead and jump right into the coronavirus, and we can get currently Marshall and I's take on the different things that are happening right now and what we think about people binge buying toilet paper and other things like that. So Marshall, you have the floor. Well, first... Well, first of all, I don't I don't understand the whole toilet paper thing. It just does not make sense. It gives you respiratory issues. But people are still like, oh, it's the end of the world. Gotta, gotta buy an endless supply of toilet paper for at least 25 years. I mean, hey, yeah, no, you should totally be able to go into the doctor and present to him $300 and 300 rolls of toilet paper and say, hmm, sir, why did I get this? Because I have 300 rolls of toilet paper. I find that to be quite interesting. Like, I, why why can't people panic by water, like bottled water? I know that's the second most bought thing, but why shouldn't that be the first? Why toilet paper out of all things? Why is toilet paper even in the top ten? It's just it's not even it's not even something you should need. Hey man, people are afraid of whether they're going to be able to wipe wipe their butt when zombies are walking down the road and. That's going to be, that'll be an interesting time, throwing rolls of toilet paper at people that are trying to break into your house for food. But I mean, no, I think I it'll mean, be a good time using toilet paper. <laughs> we could totally build toilet paper forts. That's going to be, that's going to be what the world results to as a form of like comfort outside of comfort food is just building toilet paper forts that people nice. unnecessarily bought. 
So recently <laughs> in Montana... competitions. So <laughs> with that, recently in Montana, our governor actually just decided to shut down all of our schools. So me, Marshall, and hopefully Rex here shortly are actually off of school for three weeks, including our spring break, since the two kind of interfered a little bit. And I mean, I personally believe that that was a really good move. And, you know, you go onto social media and you find all of your friends, or should I say like, quote unquote friends posting on their stories, their Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, Instagram posts. So like, oh, three weeks off of school, anybody want to hang? So I mean, like, what, what, what purpose does that serve? Is that totally the like the polar opposite of what Bullock meant by shutting down our schools for three weeks? I don't know. It's not. I mean, like, I'm definitely not allowed to leave the house right now. I'm you know, physically I mean, not allowed to. So that's always fun. <laughs> that just shows you where the situation's at, though. There's like there's certain levels of freedom that parents and family are willing to give you when you're supposedly supposed to be self-quarantining from being off of school for two weeks and all of that kind of thing. But I mean, there's a certain level of freedom that you get and you just, you lose everything that you're so used to, like the game nights at the local tea shops and going to restaurants for nights out. Like all of the restaurants that weren't originally supposed to deliver are now resulting to delivering because they're going to lose money. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like, I didn't actually know about the whole, all the stuff is shutting down at 5 in town today. At, like, until, like, like at 5. Right. I mean, well, yeah, There's there was a cutoff deadline for dining rooms and coffee shops and the tea shops and everything else. Everything that would involve any sort of social interaction in Red Lodge has basically been completely cut off. And... I mean, I personally, I don't mind that because I'm a bit of a gamer. I have time to sit with my computer and really kind of learn my learn my coding a little better and all that kind of thing. So there's certain people that that's going to affect more than others. And really, that's the, the working class and the people that rely on going to a job every day and raising children. And you could totally see why they're freaking out about everything being closed. Well, yeah. And the government is trying to subsidize that, too. Uh, you can... They're they're giving out money to people that are needing to pay bills. Right. So that's always good. I mean, they're they're taking as many so. steps as they can. And I mean, ultimately, like I'm I'm completely like I'm completely unbiased when it comes to political opinion, but it's more of a situation where like our government is currently doing everything that they can, but they're still under so much ridicule for like not supplying the local groups enough like tests for the different viruses well, like, and everybody like yeah that everyone's up in arms about how they can't just go take a test locally in their community and how they're being restricted from going into hospitals and taking like what's like ultimately what's the difference like if you're if you're exhibiting any of the symptoms that all of the confirmed cases are having why wouldn't you just elect to stay inside exactly it doesn't make sense i mean what isn't it 7 to 14 days it's non-communicable anymore, and that's right. it. And then you just have to stay in your house. And I guarantee you, if you call your boss or the school and say, oh, yeah, I have coronavirus. I'm going to be self-quarantined for a week or two. I'm sure they'll be like, okay, I understand. Chances are they're not going to stop you. 
and it's it's people's old it's people's response to this kind of thing that leads to people like practically for the lack of a better word rioting and unnecessarily buying products it's just because people in this kind of situation it's more of kind of like an anarchy nobody knows what's happening nobody knows the rational way to deal with the possibility of what's going to happen everybody's like so heavily reliant on these tests to know that they actually have it to differentiate themselves from the people that don't and that's understandable but might not be the most rational thing yeah well you just need to look at the symptoms if you look online and you go to like the world health organization or the CDC, and you go on there, it'll tell you the symptoms and what you might expect from it, and if you think you have it, maybe you should, you know, listen to what they're saying, because those aren't really the most biased organizations in the government. By most biased, I mean they're not biased, so, and the World Health Organization is, you know, World Health Organization, so. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're the complete authority over all of it. And I mean, just recently it yeah. was announced that Google's trying to work on a site that's supposed to help diagnose you and figure out whether you should actually be tested or not. And I mean, it's just, it's people's belief that getting tested is going to help them in any way. But currently, like, the sad reality of it is we're so far away from, well, I shouldn't say we're so far away, but we're pretty far away from a vaccine right now that even being tested is just telling you that you have it and you're going to end up having to stay inside anyway. Yeah, as long as you're not old, like not necessarily old, but definitely like about the age of 50, you're going to have some risks involved. And the older you get, the more risk there is involved. But still, you know. Right, and I mean... For the teenage groups, like, personally, that's what terrifies me. I don't want to go outside and bring it to my parents. I don't want to bring it to any of my family because, I mean, they they are, after all, in that age range, and I would feel terrible. And ultimately, like, there's not much that I could have done about it if I still had to go to school. All right, guys, to avoid us going off on a tangent on one of our three topics tonight, we're just going to go ahead and do a lovely, subtle transition over into what we believe the strongest after effects of this virus is going to be. And to kick that off, what's currently happening is the really, really heavy internet traffic that is being induced by so many schools closing. I mean, there's, like I, the disclaimer that I put at the beginning of this show tonight, it's actually affecting us being able to record our podcast and the audio quality that we're going to get out of it. And sometimes we cut out because of high traffic and high interference and all of that kind of thing. And that's just because all of the colleges, have, well, not all of the colleges, but most of the colleges in the state have resulted to going to online classes. And really high schools, a lot of the high schools in Montana, at least, have the technology to do that so in montana it's not as bad but we still don't get the greatest internet here so i mean you know it's there's a lot of different things that this virus is causing and the internet is one of them and how heavy it is on all of us what should be what should be and most likely is everybody's biggest worries what's happening to the economy 
And right now, I mean, there's plenty of time to start investing and all of that kind of thing. But people who've already had so much money invested into Jones and the BMW and all that kind of thing are sweating bullets because they're losing thousands and thousands of dollars because of all of the travel bans and everything happening. I think it's just a matter of waiting it out at that point. Because the Dow Jones was high before, but I think after this coronavirus thing, it should shoot up. And honestly, it might honestly go higher than it was before, just because it's right after the epidemic. Right. I mean, ultimately, that's like what I that's what I keep telling everybody that's so worried about it. I understand why they're worrying about it, but there's like, sadly enough, there's not an awful lot that we as people can do about our invested money. Because as soon as we invest yeah, it, we it's... don't technically have it anymore. It's distributed. It's so. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta hold out. Stocks is stocks is all about playing the time and who has the patience. Because if you get scared and you sell it and then it goes back up and it's like you're selling it for two times as much, you know, you're gonna be missing. You didn't sell it so early for Morian. Right, and I mean. If I had the money to do it right now, personally, I would be investing in the airlines and it sucks what's Mm -hmm. happening with them right now. But ultimately, they just they can't really do anything about their stops, their stocks dropping either because nobody's traveling right now. Nobody's allowed to. I mean, if I'm if I'm I paid one hundred fifty dollars for sorry. I mean, if I'm if I'm not wrong, I believe the U.S. actually just went into stage two travel ban. So, I mean, that's not a very heavy, like, that's not a very heavy penalty, like, like, how do I want to phrase this? It's not necessarily something that everybody needs to be worried about. It's not prohibiting you from going to see your family, but it's really just out there as a symbol to be wary of what's happening and that it could evolve even further, which would be good. You also can't. Go leave the country, though. That's the stage two, if I believe, isn't it? You're not allowed to leave the country, but you can still well, travel there's just, in I believe, I believe in terms of stage two, I can look that up right now really fast. Stage two, as far as I know, is a domestic thing that restricts certain amounts of travel. I believe it's actually up at the national level where we put on put limits on international travel, like the one that Trump put on Europe, and now they're on a couple more countries Mm-hmm. So okay, that makes sense. I'm currently okay, looking up. Okay, so I'm currently looking up the what the meaning of a stage two travel advisory. So according to Forbes, the CDC on March seventh flagged a handful of countries as heightened risk for assessment, and in response to that. They put, it's a level two, the travel ban basically just means that the higher the level, the higher the assessed risk is, the risk of like obtaining it. So early on when this virus was starting to break out, Japan, China, all of those things were the first to reach level two, but now it's in the, and now it's in the United States and it's really kind of starting to blow up. Like we're kind of on that trend that heightening trend of reported cases and confirmed cases in the u.s so 
they decided to put us at level two, which basically just indicates the sustained community spread where travelers should practice enhanced precautions. And that doesn't necessarily limit anybody. That just means that you got to take care of yourself or you're putting yourself at a high risk of actually getting a positive test for the coronavirus. Okay. Makes sense. So, yeah, that's that's the very rough outline definition of that. And, I mean, that's a good thing in my eyes. It's kind of opening opening up everybody's eyes as to the care that they need to take. I mean... It incites a little bit of panic. There's media out there that don't necessarily give you the whole story. And that's really Mm. unfortunate because you have to choose who to believe. And nobody knows who to believe in this, which is what incites all of the panic buying and everybody just generally freaking out about what to do. Yeah. Well, I just think everything ends up being shrouded in secrecy, especially in today's modern world. Just the way everything's being run. Well, right. I mean, there's there's definitely media tip to either side. There's the media that wants you to believe that it's a lot worse than it is, and they're going to give you the really raw and, quite frankly, the rawest and dirtiest news that they can find. They're going to dig up these horror stories and give it to the public. And then there's other ones that are basically there saying, like, hey, calm down, we'll get through this. And nobody knows who to believe. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I understand. Mr. Anderson was texting me about my math homework. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I mean, on that on that note, it just goes right back to that internet thing. Like, all of the high school, all of the public schools in Montana were canceled as of Sunday. And that leaves all of our teachers sitting there wondering how are we supposed to calculate our grades how are we supposed to know what our students like what our students are up to and all of that kind of thing like i've gotten numerous emails in the last few days and i've been put in group texts with the within the clubs that i'm in basically saying um how are we gonna do this and that's not necessarily how is it's just so i mean i've got a robotics group going on here and with that robotics group, there's technically been nothing canceled yet. And we have an April 13th deadline. So school being canceled really took away a lot of our time to work on it. So now we, as a group of five, have to get together, come up with an, uh, a meeting place other than the school to work on this kind of thing. And we can't involve any of the teachers because that's technically illegal which makes things really difficult for us because we're juggling around the options of, are we still going to go to Montana tech where our competition is going to be held? Are we going to end up submitting it virtually or is everything going to be outright canceled and all of this work and money that we put into it is going to be ultimately like equal to nothing. And we're all just really balancing those options. So it's just, it's all of us staying in coordination with the teachers even though they really can't be involved, they're trying their best to kind of guide us in the direction we need to be going, which is like, it's nice, yeah. but. And for me, I, sorry, go for go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for me, like it's the Montana wrestling league. Like I wanted to wrestle in the Montana open so bad at the Metro, but it, you know, 
that's kind of a sketchy sort sport with coronavirus, you know? It's a little bit sketchy. And then did you hear <laughs> yeah, about how they banned that. spring sports completely? Yeah, they have basically in completely Montana, they're only in Montana. spring sports season. Yeah, they that eliminates all of the seniors' opportunities for track and I mean, ultimately, through all of this, it might be kind of a facepalm moment, but the high schoolers really understand the struggles of the seniors right now because a lot of their end of the year activities, their their actual graduations, their senior trips, their their track meets, their robotics meets and all of that kind of thing are all being kind of shot out of the air. And they're just sitting here like, well, the last good memories of my senior year that I was going to have are gone now. And that's out of yeah. their control. And that's just what really, it's, it's what really bugs them is the fact that they couldn't have done anything to change that. Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting memories, though, just because even even for my parents and people who were born after 1820, I've never, like, actually, well, 1920 for the Spanish flu, I've never experienced, like, an outbreak like this. And so everybody's kind of like, it's going to be weird memories. The time school got canceled and everybody almost died because of coronavirus. Right. And I mean, everybody has gone through at least one of those situations in their life. Like you just said, when the Spanish flu came through and the whole scares over Ebola, like that was a whole thing. How long ago was that? Probably six years, something like that maybe even longer and everyone There's was no super way. freaked out about that and it was there's there's still there's just nothing you can do about it all we can do is the whole aspect of social distancing which is a new term that everybody's using is just if you're going to go somewhere keep to yourself yeah that's that's kind of true i mean honestly you don't really i think the government is declaring this for a reason they don't want it to spread like it did in other places because they were too late to act on the options. So I think we need to stay inside and just stay at home, wash your hands, don't touch your face, take a shower, you know, do all the normal stuff you do. You right. Know, I mean, it's not like this is going to last forever. You just got to do what you got to do to make sure that everybody's going to come out of this as well as they possibly can. Precisely. And it's just... Anyhow, I think we should... Uh, shift into another sorry yeah alrighty. so our next subject we can kind of focus on to something that's a little less deep and dark and that is actually what has evolved today and what i've referred to a couple different times is how fortnite servers are actually starting to go down and it's becoming a huge problem in the younger community because everybody's response to this virus was, well, I'm staying inside. I have nothing better to do. So I'm going to log on to Fortnite. I'm going to log on to Minecraft. And it's all of these games that are experiencing like huge server outages, which is indirectly affecting all of the college students that are trying to get online for their classes and the stuff that they're still required to do. Like just in town, Spectrum, one of the leading yeah, like for- internet providers in the town just recently went through a huge outage because of the surge of people on the internet. And I personally just find that to be incredibly funny because nobody has any homework left to do. Like, and everybody's just trying to figure out what to do with this newfound time. And their immediate response is, well, I think I'll get on and play a game. 
Yeah, for for instance, on the server I'm playing on, I play a lot of Minecraft. I don't care how old I get, I'll, I'll always play Minecraft. I play on Hypixel, okay? The max, the max, what's supposed to be the max people limit on the server is 70,000, which is a lot for a Minecraft server in the first place. And then, and then every day it gets up to at least 80,000. Right. Which and is it's ridiculous just... for one server. The surge handle. of kids and adults that are just trying to get their minds off of things. Like, recently we just went out and bought a big thousand-piece puzzle that we've been working on as a family and just kind of trying to get our mind off of everything. And it's just unfortunate that the internet is everybody's way of doing that. But unfortunately, during times like this, internet is also kind of acting as everybody's savior in terms of schoolwork and jobs and all of that kind of thing, being told that you can work from home or that you just need to go home, forget work for a while, take care of yourself. And there's no, yeah. there's no issue Honestly, with that. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised. But, yeah, there's... <laughs> like, personally, I did spend some time playing Fortnite today. I did spend some time playing Minecraft today, and that's just my response to trying to find something to do. There's no, there's no in between. And I mean, that's, that's fine, but it's just, everybody's experiencing issues with their internet and it's all for such a weird reason. It's just because servers that people are putting up are being swarmed by people that are just, for the lack of a better word, too lazy to exercise or whatever be just whether they enjoy doing it or they have nothing else better to do. That's all very funny to me. It's just kind of like everybody else's Honestly, response yeah. other than playing video games was, mm, I think I'll go buy $500 worth of toilet paper. I'll buy 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer and meet a ton of public ridicule and then eventually be forced to donate it so you don't seem like a bad person. So this, this sounds like something, something that actually happened. Is this something that actually <laughs> so, happened? Yes, it is, actually. It, this just recently happened. I don't remember where the guy was, but he ended up buying over 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer, and the media was just, like, totally just wrecking this guy, and they were like, the people that could actually use that, like, what you're taking this away from people that can actually use it, and, like, you're such a monster, and, like, is this what you put your money toward? Like, why couldn't you donate it to, like, research for finding vaccines and all that kind of thing? And this guy, you could tell, just didn't want to give it up. But eventually enough people heard about it and enough people started chewing him out that he just decided to donate it to hospitals and disease charities and all of that kind of thing, just so he didn't seem like a bad person. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and it's just one of... It's, it's funny to me because... It like, you know, it's a weird time on the planet when you go into a store and toilet paper and Kleenex and paper towels and hand sanitizer, everything that you're used to having on you almost every day is limited to like a, a bag or like one package or bottle per family per day, which is what's happening at our store here now. And you have to, people look at you weird when you go buy toilet paper now and you basically have to like go in front of the jury and make your argument that you're not one of the weird toilet paper hoarders and you have to justify buying toilet paper. <laughs> it's just... Oh, what a time we're living in. 
yeah it's it's a total it's totally a wonderful time and for our nerds out there the, something else that we can really jump into is all of the nerds which resorts back to the fortnite players minecraft players pc builders like marshall and i computech and all of the technology expos that are originally supposed to be held around this time of the year have been canceled so all of the pc builders and the gaming enthusiasts and everybody else are all up in arms because they have no idea what the new technology is they have no idea what to spend their money on now like what was the one that was most recently ps5 was supposed to be released right uh that's a it's Linus's, wasn't it? Wasn't it Linus's? It might have been. I don't LTX. remember. No, that was one of them. I know that was pretty recently canceled as well. But, I mean, yeah, that's that's going to pretty well end up being Marshall and I's take on the whole situation. We're just trying to make light of it. We're laughing at the things we can laugh at and really taking care of the things that we can take care of. So with all of that goes us saying to you guys, the people who are currently listening to our podcast, even though it'd be the first episode, and it's of course going to be a little rough for the first few episodes, but stay healthy, wash your hands, take a shower, have a good meal, have some good quality time with your family, and don't post on social media that you're looking for people to hang out with as soon as they cancel school for three weeks so you guys can distance yourselves. That's not what this is for. So with that, that is going to bring us to the end of this episode of Verified Random. So I know most of you listening currently have probably found us over social media, and we do ask that you keep an eye out for any of the updates or announcements on our future episodes on our Instagram page, which is where most of our troubleshooting errors and all of that thing get posted. So for future reference, you can find our podcast by searching Verified Random on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also find us by visiting our website, www.verifiedrandom.podbean.com. Once again, I'm Jake. I'm Marshall. And this will bring us to the end of this episode, and we hope to see you back on the next episode of Verified Random. Hey guys, it's Jake again. Just want to go ahead and give a little bit of credit where it's due and say that the music featured in tonight's podcast is from Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com. If you guys are ever planning on starting a YouTube channel or a podcast, I highly suggest that you go over and check out his website as it's very easy to use and there's a huge variety of music. Thank you.